Hello and welcome to another episode of the Auto Trader Podcast. My name is Wandi Lesishi. And I'm George Mini, and thank you for not blowing my head up. Yeah, no. Last week was, uh, we had that scenario where you're silly in your ear? What was it? <laughs> I forgot what the term you used was. <laughs> no, for some reason the, 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 my headphones were so loud that I was like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, today the, the producers helped us out again. <laughs> what are you talking about today, George? So today we're talking about car loopholes, uh, how to get better car insurance. Mm-hmm. How to ensure insurance pays out, and how to avoid bad used car deals. Yeah, this is you not know, like a, a, it's not a scamming episode, right? Like we're a, not talking about like yeah, like, aka maybe lemons. Okay, okay, so it's not really like scams talking about, but just basically how to educate yourself to ensure that you don't have a bad car experience. Mm. Have you ever bad had a experience. bad car experience? What is in buying a car? Let's talk about the entire thing: buying a car, insurance. Insurance not paying out, the works. No, no. Um, you know, my, I mean, my my insurance claims have been windscreens and. Okay. Um, You've I, never been in an accident where it was like a write-off. Touch wood. Yeah. No, uh, I haven't. Um, I've I've had to actually make a claim once and. Oh, is it? Yeah. I mean, they were, uh, considering the, the damage I caused. <laughs> you the, caused. <laughs> to, you were liable. To the, to the vehicle. Um, they were nice. I think just the, the guys who did the repairs were not fantastic. But, you know, that's on me, ultimately. I did do a, a number on the vehicle. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what goes into, into car insurance premiums? Um, mostly risk, how they, yeah. how they see risk. Some one thing, right? Yeah. I mean, mostly risk around the driver. Yeah, um, and who you are, how young you are, how long you've had your license, um, all that stuff. So hopefully, I'm in a in a category of the lowest insurance in terms of what your premium that you pay monthly mm, mm. and risk because yeah. um, I've had stupid claims, windscreen. I've never really even claimed for anything else besides windscreen. Never like a scratch or like a, a you know a ding. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. You oh well, uh, no, no, but no, but uh, it wasn't. It wasn't personal insurance that I, I, I did. Remember the Jeep SRT I had? Yes, I do recall. I crashed into a bus. <laughs> well, the bus crashed into me. Okay, um, depends who you ask. <laughs> depends who you ask. We crashed. No, into. I, the bus crashed into me. Okay. I, I was uh, I was going down. Um, uh, I can't remember the road's name, but it was uh, you know close to um, Bramfontein area. Um, yeah, somewhere around there, just over, just past Houghton, and I took the wrong road. Okay, and there was a hospital on the right hand side, and the hospital had an entrance. Yeah, and uh, um, and I did a U turn. I think I know which hospital you're talking about, and I know that circle by it's, it's by the, by UJ. Not quite. Okay. Not quite. Okay. I did a U-turn into the into the hospitals, um, into the hospitals like entrance and exit. Yeah. And uh, and and I and I checked. You know, there there wasn't anything. And as I did the U-turn, I was on the correct side of the road by the time I turned around. Okay. And a bus was coming into the hospital, and he went to the wrong side of the road. So I wasn't looking. Yeah, where there shouldn't have been a car a vehicle, yeah. on the side of the road that I'm supposed to be on, um, and and as I looked up, the bus was screeching to a halt. I jammed on brakes, and I literally just 
bumped wasn't too into. bad though, I'm assuming. No, I mean it 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 beat up the SRT on the one right on the yeah. on the on the right hand side on yeah. the passenger side on the front. It beat up the SRT quite badly. The fender, the bo- the bonnet, the bumper, the whole corner was gone. Um, and the insurance was like, you know, we'll sort it out. It wasn't no problems. It was a company car, so yeah. Um, you know, it it was uh, it was company insurance. So uh, at that point, you know, it, I don't think it affected my okay, um, my driving kind of uh, insurance record. I see. I mean, I I try to drift, so <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a story. That's a story for another day. I tried to drift and it didn't work out. Um, but <laughs> was it a front wheel drive? It was no. It was actually a real wheel drive. Um, BMW. No, no. It was a Mercedes, um, and uh, yeah, my sister's was not impressed. <laughs> I'm leave, leave it there. there. <laughs> so, okay, let's get into it. So, eight ways to get cheaper insurance. So, is there any ways which you recommend someone can get cheaper insurance? Obviously, we've spoken about risk, and we've spoken about having a clean record. Those are the, the two top things, but is there anything else that you would recommend before I go into the list of, um, you know, what what the internet and what the experts yeah say. I mean I suppose I don't suppose there's anything you can do besides have a clean record yeah right which is a factor of time mm-hmm. and uh, um, and maybe a bit of age mm-hmm. um, and then uh, the car that you buy I mean obviously there's two two factors that are going to affect insurance on the car the one is the price of the car. Of course. So how much the car actually costs and then how much the car costs to repair. The insurer's assessment of that vehicle. Um, and then uh, and then risk. What mm. is the risk of the car being stolen? Okay. Okay. Um, and then there's things you can do to reduce the premium to that reduce the risk to the insurance company, which is tracking device, yes. um, um, inspection. Dash cam. Dash sort of, cams. Sort of things, yeah. You know, the, the, the things the insurance will say to you, okay, put these things on the car and, and you can you can have a discount on your premium. Yeah. So the first thing, obviously, is obviously comparing insurance costs. That's, you know, different insurers have different costs for different things based on the things that you, you sort of just mentioned now. Um, and I think Hippo, is it, I think it's Hippo or something, but there's different, there's different websites out there which help you compare, like the entire um, job is to help you compare these sort of things and it's important to kind of see what's... Well, uh, there's, there is no, uh, there is no comparison tool in South Africa that compares across different insurance companies. Oh, okay. Um, there, there might be, but it's not in the main. Mm. Um, that properly compares across different insurance companies. They just uh, each each insurance company seems to work on their own. Mm. Um, you know, even Hippo is the brands under Hippo are uh, are um, um, are sub brands. Um, yeah, I think of budget. I think so. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, then I don't know if you. So I everything is covered by the same sort of policy holder. Um, well, not policy holder, but the same insurer for my house, car, the works. Um, and I found that if you use the same sort of insurance company for all of that, your premium does go down. Have you ever had an experience like that? Or Yeah, I mean, my uh, my household insurance and car insurance on the same account, yeah. and it is cheaper. Yeah. It's cheaper than getting it separately, definitely. Yeah. I've also, what I did is I actually just spoke to, uh, I guess, the person, the, the corporate, you know, the person I spoke to on the phone for, from the insurer and they were decent enough to kind of walk, you know, walk through the process of talking about what I'm sure insuring at the time. And then they came to a conclusion. So I think don't just take the first policy that, uh, comes to you. I think have a conversation with them and see what we can kind of. 
get your decibels. Shop around. But don't, you know, so make sure that the car's value that's being insured is the right value. So go on to autotrader.ca and go get a valuation, first of all. Okay. Of you the vehicle a, before you buy it or? Well, before you insure it. Okay. Retail valuation. Yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously, get a value of the car before you buy it as well, but we're talking about insurance here. Go and get a valuation on the car on autotrader.co.za. Um, um, you, we can give you a valuation for free, retail, retail valuation. Yeah. Now, uh, now there's going to be a range, obviously, depending. I mean, used cars are on our commodities. They're unique. Um, make sure that the car insurance yeah. covers the car properly because the last thing you want is for your car to be underinsured, especially if you've got finance on it. Yeah. yeah. So, so you, might, you might think that you're saving on premium. But in, in a scenario where something does happen, they're not going to sort of, yeah, and sometimes premiums are reduced with exclusions or big excesses. You know, exactly. make sure you check those things. Yeah, I think most people don't do that. I think that was my problem, um, but you know, it happens. <laughs> um, then, depending on the age of the car, that's also going to be a big uh, factor with regards to how much you pay. Um, and you know, from your experience, the older the car, I'm assuming it's going to be higher premium, or do you think it's going to be less? Well, as the car ages, it comes down in value, so the premium is going to be less. I would yeah. imagine that the premium comes down faster because of the age and the price of the car than it does go um, up as a result of risk of braking. Makes a lot of sense. Um, mean, just remember, mechanical breakdown of a car is not an insurance claim. Yeah. So the insurance company is not going to pay you for something that goes wrong with your gearbox. Yeah, yeah. You need to specifically insure you know, mechanical – you can get mechanical insurance. Yeah, but that's something else. That's separate, yeah. Yeah. Good credits, that's a big one. That's, uh, you know, across the board, the better your credits, the better your premium is going to be. Um, so make sure you pay your bills and <laughs> um, that'll definitely assist you with regards to getting uh, a decent uh, premium. Then seeking out discounts. So there's different things. You've kind of spoken about this already. If you apply some things to your vehicle, like an anti-theft device, a dash cam, those sort of things, it's always going to help. Um, yeah, in the old days, steering locks, gear locks. I don't think you get those anymore. I, I've, I haven't seen one in years. Are you talking about those things that you put on your, your steering wheel? Yes. I've heard of them. <laughs> You've never seen one? <laughs> I've seen one on a Taz once. Um, so those sort of things, as well as if you get some advanced driving lessons, um, that's always going to assist with regards to how much you ultimately pay. Um, yeah. Those are and kind of the high-level ones. Well, I mean, some insurance companies uh, base your premium on your driving style. I, no, just, I think it's Discovery, Discovery has a yeah. thing where they... Yeah, you, they're, you get points. Yeah, as uh, as you drive. Uh, How do they know? Though? How do they know? You go to Tiger Wheel and Tire, and you get a device fitted. Oh, okay. That um, that measures the telemetry on the car. So okay. they put the device in a place that you don't know. Yeah. And then they measure the telemetry on the car, and, uh, and then it links to the app on your phone. Yeah. And then uh, it tells how you're driving. What's it measuring? Uh, it's measuring know. cornering, acceleration, deceleration, um, uh, speed limit. Mm-hmm. Are you going over the speed limit? Mm. Um, and then, uh, and then you know, it start. You start off with a uh, with a with a certain number of points, I believe. Okay. And then you get points deducted, so you get uh, you get penalized. So you don't pay more, but you don't. They don't reduce it. I'm well, assuming. yeah. So if you drive well, you will you will get a benefit, a financial benefit. Okay. It's never like, well, you drive terribly. Like, oh no, they won't push it. I'm well. I'm pushing it up. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. Hopefully no. <laughs> not. So uh, yeah, so yeah, like job, driving yeah. style. Or should I say driving behavior is also measured by insurance companies and you get a benefit for doing that. And then you get, uh, I think our insurance does it. They've got that, um, 
out out bonus. Yes, 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 yes. If I you do. don't, if you don't claim, if you, if you don't claim, yeah. yeah. If you don't yeah. claim, you get an out bonus. Yeah, I mean, off the top, man, I think those are the most important ones. Um, other things are ask about group insurance. Um, so a group plan. This is usually for, you know, employees and stuff. Um, you, you can do that. And then the other one that really sticks out to me is asking for high deductibles. I'm not too sure how that works, but increasing your deductible essentially can reduce your collision and comprehensive coverage um, by a certain percentage. Um, but I've never been in a scenario where I've had to sort of talk about that. But that, that's, you know, there's options to you ultimately when it comes to getting cheaper insurance. But I think something that you mentioned was sometimes cheaper insurance does not, is not the best thing. Um, well, yeah, just make sure your insurance company is covering the replacement value of your car at the time that something goes wrong, catastrophically goes wrong. You either have a yeah. write-off accident or the car gets stolen. Um, you know, you want to make sure that the car is covered um, so that you get the retail value of the car back. 100%. As opposed to some calculated value that is based on, you know, some book value somewhere. 100%. So those are your uh, car loopholes in terms of getting cheaper insurance. Moving on. How to ensure that insurance pays out. Um, so this one is, I've, you know, I, I just spoke about my scenario where I was being reckless and obviously the insurance, they always know. Um, but something that stands out for me is obviously speeding. Um, don't speed. Mm. That's the first one I'm going to just put out there. Well, insurance companies are going to know. They always know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're going to do an investigation, right? They can yeah. tell by skid marks. Um, yeah. They can tell by, you know, um, how the car's impacted. Yeah. Um, so they, 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 sometimes if they're in doubt, they'll get an investigator to investigate. Yeah. In my scenario, no investigation was needed. It was, it was pretty obvious what happened, but yeah, I mean, they do. Did they pay? They did. They did. But like I'm saying, I, and more than I, I anticipated, um, they were, they were very nice about it. I think they were like really nice about it actually, but still the, the excess was kind of, Massive. Yeah. 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 Next thing is know it's covered. So read the general terms and conditions about what insurance you're getting because they, you know. Exclusions. Yeah. Um, you know, there could be, there could be exclusions that, uh, that you're not reading in the fine print. Exactly. Can I had a, that? I know, uh, somebody who actually work with, um, was telling me about the time when lightning struck, struck, struck their, their house and essentially all the plugs got fried. Um, and because they didn't have those little red, Mm. I don't know what it's called, but those plugs, which was a requirement by the insurance, was requirement by the insurance, and every single appliance got destroyed, but they didn't pay out. And I was like, "What? That's it seems like something that should be kind of at least discussed." Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just read those terms and conditions and see what's going on there. Then be honest, like just be honest and be open with regards to what's happened. It's always going to be the best scenario because if they do find out that you've kind of lied, they you know everything, regardless of if you're in the right or wrong. Mm. Um, everything's going to be kind of discarded. Um, yeah, I mean, I think if you try and manipulate the insurance company and they find out, um, you know, the, their their ultimate thing is, oh, okay, we're not going to pay. Yeah, 100%. You know. This one's kind of obvious. Have a driver's license. Don't drive if you don't have a license. Um, well, I think that's a no-brainer. If you don't have a driver's license, insurance, insurance companies, you know, first of all, you don't get insurance. Yeah. Second of all, uh, if you don't have a valid driver's license, insurance company's just going to repudiate the claim. Exactly. Um. Yeah. Don't go crying about that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's not much to say. Like it's it's just, a no-brainer. Yeah. Hundred percent. And then drinking and driving is something that obviously in South Africa is a, is a big issue. Yeah. I just don't do it. Yeah. Just um, don't do it. They're never going to pay out if you, you know. And I think now they've they changed the legal 
drinking and driving limited. Like I think it's zero now. You can't have anything uh, in your system. So if you're driving under the influence, yeah, I just don't do it. It's not gonna. It's it's not gonna end well, in any scenario. Yeah, and then pay. Don't skip a payment. So follow up on your payments, making sure that you pay each, each and every time. No, it's another no-brainer. Like, you know, you, you know what I've seen, you know, happen in the market, which I don't know how how often it happens nowadays, but it, it used to happen a lot, and I would imagine that it hasn't changed much. Is people will buy a car, and it's required by the bank when you finance a car to get insurance, right? Mm-hmm. They're not gonna, they won't finance the car unless it's insured. And people insure the car and then cancel the insurance a month later because they want to save money. Mm. And know. that's, I mean... The, well, if something happens to the car, the bank's not going to let you off the hook. Yeah, 100%. You're going to have no car and uh, still have to owe the bank money. That's if you finance the car, I'm assuming. If you buy it fully cash, then I've never been in a scenario where I didn't need insurance. Well, there used to be this thing, twenty, geez, more than 20 years ago, I think, yeah. Where um, you had to have third-party liability insurance by law, yeah, to purchase any vehicle. No, to drive on the road. Okay, you know, in order to uh, to drive on the road, you had to have third-party liability insurance. What happens if, uh, once again, these are just in a scenario where you bump into somebody, or they bump into you, and they don't have insurance today? Well, your so so what happens is um, insurance will assess who's at fault. So if you've got insurance, you'll yes. make your claim to your insurance company. Yeah. If you're not at fault, the insurance company will claim the excess from the other party. Yeah. But you'll only get your excess back once they've got their money back. Okay. But they will go out and sue that person. Oh, they, so it has to be a legal battle at that point. Then. Well, it's not your problem. The insurance yeah. company takes care of it. Okay. So when you have an accident and it's someone else's fault, the insurance company will uh, – if they do have insurance, then that insurance company will likely – I think the insurance companies actually do this knock-for-knock thing. Mm-hmm. Where they take on, they each take on their claims. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but if if it's someone else's fault, that insurance, then your insurance company will chase that um, that individual. What if they don't want to pay? Is your insurance company just going to pay you out and deal with it? Well, I mean, it's uh, I suppose it's a case of David and Goliath. Your yeah. consumer against a big insurance company. It's not yeah. going to end well. Okay, but your insurance is going to pay out though. Yeah, your insurance issue. will pay you okay. because you're insured. Uh, you know, if somebody knocks into you, you can't be liable. Yeah, um, and then something that we're moving on, uh, something that we've kind of spoken about a few times now, but it changes over time, but how to avoid buying a Skoro Skoro. So a car that's, like you said, a lemon. Um, this happens all the time. People always, you know, uh, kind of write to us via the Ask Auto Shared platform. Um, but, you know, from your experience, what's the best way to avoid buying a lemon? I mean, obviously we're talking about second-hand cars, yeah. Because yeah. there's really very there's there's, there's 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 no more really lemon new cars. New cars right? So yeah. we're talking about second hand cars, yeah. yeah. And the thing that makes it a lemon, I suppose, is the thing we've got to talk about. What makes a car a lemon? Yeah. And that is how it is treated. Yeah. Um, over its lifetime. Hundred percent. Okay. So then that kind of stands to reason that if a lem- is if a car becomes a lemon as a result of how it's treated, look into its history. Okay. The best way to avoid a lemon is look into the car's history. If you can, how many owners has the car had? Um, um, you see if you can do a, a history check on the car, vehicle check. Um, has the car been in accidents? Mm. Um, one of the biggest things, or should I say the, 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 the best things you can do when you, um, when you buy a car, is if you don't have the skill yourself. Or what, assessing? Assessing accident damage. Okay. 
is uh, take somebody with you that does. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's simple things you can do. For instance, all of the panels, for the bonnet, um, the door against the fender, mm. those gaps have to be consistent. Mm. Manufacturers make really well put together cars. Mm. Those gaps have to be consistent. And if you just look along those lines or even run your finger along those lines, you'll be surprised at how, yeah, how sensitive sure. your fingertip is. Yeah, yeah. You run your finger along those lines, your finger immediately picks up a, inconsistencies, yeah. an inconsistency yeah. in the gap. Yeah. yeah. And uh, unfortunately, um, you know, panel, beater, uh, panel beaters that remold um, body panels. Don't ever get 100% it's not, accurate. It's yeah. never 100% accurate. Yeah. You know, it's, it's close. But yeah. it's, and your finger can, uh, on that little gap, can pick up the difference. In a scenario where it's mechanical, though, because I, I think that's most people who are buying a second-hand car, um, you know, I think most people aren't mechanics. They're not engineers. Um, and you can, this outside of just exterior, the internal workings of the vehicle, I think that's where it, get, it becomes a bit diff- more Well, difficult. I mean, uh, mechanical issues um, sometimes happen as a result of an accident. Yep. So the first thing you've got to establish, I'd say step number one, history of the car, has it been an accident? That is, I think for me, step one. Because mm-hmm. if, you can, if you can rule out an accident, then it's only driving style mm-hmm. that, is if, that has affected the car, you mm-hmm. know, how the car has been treated from a driving point of view. Um, another thing is overspray. If you look inside the, the door panels of not, not the, where, the, where the door meets the um, – the uh, chassis. The chassis. No, yeah. not the chassis. The when the where the door meets the um the by the fender the frame, area, okay. the frame. Yeah. Um quite often you can see overspray there. Okay. Inside the bonnet, you can see overspray. Sometimes some of the pipes have got a little bit of overspray because the um the panel beater has not covered the engine properly. Because you remember when they spray a car, they don't take the engine out. Mm. They cover it. Mm. And those little particles get in. Yeah, they'll they'll find the way in. Yeah. And you and you can see the you can see the overspray. So if you look carefully in a really well lit environment, somebody shows you a car in a badly lit environment. It's it's kind of a red flag. It's really. a bit of a red flag. Yeah. So uh, so look for overspray. From a mechanical point of view, drive the car. Yeah. Make sure you go for a test drive. Drive the car properly. Listen for noises. Don't drive the car and allow the owner of the car to switch on the radio or turn the aircon off. <laughs> Turn the radio or the or the uh, entertainment system off. Yeah. Make the car as quiet as possible inside so you can listen. Mm. Take a mechanically, you know, astute Someone person with you. Okay. And just listen to how the car drives. Are there knocking noises? Uh, are there any unnatural sounds? Um, and then the other thing to look out for is modifications. Mm. Has the car been modified? I wouldn't touch a modified car. Mm. What if it's a – well, depending on the modification, obviously. No. Doesn't – like, no. Don't don't do it. Don't 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 touch a modified <laughs> car. Well, I mean, I have some thoughts on that, but you know, yeah, because you're young. Um, <laughs> but 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 you know, as you as you get older, you realize that the manufacturer has put in countless design hours yeah. in designing that car aerodynamically, to make sure the most most efficiency, the most fuel efficiency. Yeah, they they spent a lot of time designing. I mean, I saw a Golf GTI the other day with this whale tail fin on the back. Yeah, what a, what a what a and he, had, and he had lowered the <laughs> suspension. He, I was driving down the road in my iPace. Yeah. And this guy had to go sideways over the speed bump. I'm like, why, dude? Why? It looks cool, George. That's the best way to go. No, it doesn't. 
It looks dumb. It depends who you ask. Yeah, you know, arguably, you know. Like, what, what is that? Can, is, that is that making the car like so a lower, lower center of gravity? Side, so everyone can see it from every So you can angle. drift instead of roll. 100%. Well, I tried that and we know how that didn't ended. work out well. <laughs> so yeah. ultimately, to just kind of summarize, you're saying make sure you do your background checks, make sure there's been no accidents. Yeah, and background checks include services. Yes. Can the car can you that last prove one? that the car has been serviced? Yeah. You know, so go to uh, go to the manufacturer or the, 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 um, dealership that uh, has that brand in its um, in its stable yeah. and and they've got linked computer systems yeah, they can tell they can tell where the car was serviced when last it was serviced what, what was done was, all yeah. that stuff 100%. obviously they're not going to give you the details of the previous owner 100% i think that's pretty much all the time we have for those kind of, you know the sort of loopholes i can think of um, almost Formula One season. Almost Formula One season. I think it's about two more weeks. So. But it's E-Fest this week. It's E-Fest this week. So uh-huh. <laughs> I'll see you there. In your fancy place. <laughs> <laughs>